0: this little light
1: of mine i'm gonna let it shine hello and welcome to flourish with me tiffany boyd this is a podcast where we explore what it means to live with intention i'm a mom to three beautiful boys a wife a friend an entrepreneur and so many other things When my dad passed, I made a commitment to myself to live with intention. For years afterwards, I struggled with discovering what that meant. I felt uncomfortable giving myself permission, or even figuring out how to honor that. What I do know and believe is that where attention goes, energy flows. This show will explore what it means to live with intention, seek to inspire you, and bring practical tools through stories and interviews that you can use to change your own life. Thank you for joining me and this wonderful community of women as we raise our vibration, honor ourselves, and live intentionally. Hello everybody and welcome back to podcast. I'm back today with Emily and her stars, one of my favorite people and guests on the show. And we have a really special episode today. Not only are we going to give you the highlights of what to expect in the month of January, we're also going to jump in and talk about overarching themes for the year of 2022. So Emily and I are recording now at the end of December and, uh, I am so excited. We have been trying to make this work and schedule for the last <laughs> week. Um and I've uh, I think we both just got a lot of exciting stuff to share so I'm so excited to be here with you Emily. Welcome. You're
0: so, Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. It is like the twilight zone that exists between Christmas and New Year's where <laughs> you're not sure what day it is. I think I've eaten
1: too much cheese. It's just weird. All of it is strange. I know. I know. I'm enjoying some coffee and Bailey's right now and pretty soon I'm going to have to get back to real life where it's just black coffee again. But for this week, we'll just go with it. <laughs> so should we just dive in and talk it. about what to expect in January? Oh, I'm so excited. Yes, I think we should. Let's just okay. do it. Yeah, I'm excited too. And I have, so I've resisted sharing anything with Emily um, because I didn't want to cloud what I got and she hasn't shared anything with me. So I'm like, I'm as excited as any listener to hear what Emily's got to say (laughs) right now.
0: Oh, thank you. Well, I will start with saying that um, just in the last day or so here, we have had Jupiter move into Pisces and it's gotten a lot of attention, I think, on the Instagram and everybody's chit chatting a little bit about it. But what this means is that finally our, you know, our planet of growth and joy and abundance is moving into the sign of the fish and it's the sign of spirituality and. Dreams and ideals. And so, this is a very beautiful opportunity for us to really get lost in our daydreams. And Jupiter is almost going to kind of be boundaryless in this energy. Anything is possible. And this gives us so much time to sink into our intuition and just kind of get creative about what we even want our futures to be. So that energy is going to be playing out, um, really for the first few months of the year. And it's just exciting. I'm, I'm really excited about that one. We also, however, are going into the new year with Venus in retrograde and Venus is love, money, values, desires, And when it's in retrograde, this isn't super common, it happens once about every 18 months. Um, It really makes us slow down and question what is important to us, what do we value. And ironically, to have this at sort of the new year really gives us an opportunity to sink down into that energy and decide what is important, what do I want this next year to look like. So super important to harness that energy and just enjoy it because it'll be here through the middle of January. Um, a few other things to keep in mind, we, um, right away on the second we have our first new moon in capricorn and again this sort of energy is asking us um, what we can let go of what's no longer working and the capricorn energy is really going to give us that drive and determination to make it happen so it's a great manifestation moon really we couldn't ask for anything better
1: (laughs) wonderful news
0: (laughs) right yeah (laughs) Um, Moving through the month, we are going to have everybody's least favorite sentence. I almost hate to say it. Uh, Mercury in retrograde is coming up. (laughs) (laughs) It starts January 14th and it lasts through February 3rd. So what does this mean? Uh, You know, it's really an opportunity where communication and technology and our plans, everything can kind of go a little bit haywire. But... What we're really asked to do during retrograde, because it happens three times a year, whether we want it to or not, is to just slow everything down for a minute. Think about all of the rewords you can think of, right? Um, Recharge, revisit, revise, renew. All of these words fit into Mercury retrograde. And so where we're gonna hit sort of the new moon and the beginning of January, like, yes, we're gonna take all these ideas and run, really the overarching theme of January is for us to think about it a little bit before we jump. It's um, We're all super excited to get going into the new year, but we also need to really just take a few moments to ponder all of the opportunities that are beginning coming our way. Um, on January 17th, we have got a full moon in Cancer. Cancer is all about our feelings. So we may be feeling some of that frustration that things aren't going our way. Sink into those feelings on the full moon, figure out what you can let go of, release expectations around. On January 18th, we have our next really big day. This is where the uh, north and south nodes of the moon are going to shift on their axis and we're moving into Taurus and Scorpio. So this happens every 18 months. Uh, The north node is really our future, our destiny, and the south node kind of reflects our karma. So as a collective now, we are looking really to focus more on, oh, things that are beauty enhanced food we're going to be thinking about um what we can do to help the earth so many more gemini was how we can sort of make everyone understand our point of view this taurus energy is going to be asking us to what can we do as a community what can we do as a globe how can we heal mother earth i i suspect and this leads a little bit into some of the other themes we'll talk about throughout the year but it's going to really be an opportunity for us to revisit our food production and there's a lot of things coming up I think around that and with Scorpio we're going to be digging out some of the hidden underbellies getting things into the light showing some you know maybe there's uh, tax returns that need to be brought to the light or maybe there's just some darker things that are finally going to come out we'll see how that transpires but this will last about 18 months um We will have Uranus uh, in retrograde ending that day as well. So, we are all kind of as a collective going to be able to um, gain more insight onto what we would like to change. So, having that insight during the retrograde will be great. Um, Aquarius season starts on January 19th, and Aquarius loves the future, loves you know, exploring the mind, exploring possibilities, what's out there, how how big can we think? It's a great energy. Um, and as we sort of finish out the month, Venus retrograde will end on the 29th. So we'll finally feel like we're getting a little bit further down the road with what we value and we desire. Mm. And then we finish out the month with a new moon in Aquarius. So some more of that futuristic, exciting energy. It's, a, it's an interesting month. I'm excited for January.
1: I love this. I am so excited for January. Part of it is that it is my birth month and I am an Aquarius. So I resonate nah. quite strongly with uh, <laughs> January. And I think that uh, my soul had a plan because I was due at the beginning and I just held out right till Aquarius season. <laughs> I <think. laughs> uh, My poor mother. I'm not going to be a Capricorn. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just just, uh, I really am an Aquarius, but as you were talking, my reflection is I can't, um, I can't get over how well the energy of the month mimics even the program that we're going to offer in terms of Manifest with the Stars. So in terms of the sequencing, in the first portion, the first week of the month, we're working on intention setting, getting clear on our core energy, what we want, You know, thinking big, dreaming, letting go of what doesn't serve us, doing all of that mental and energetic and emotional work. And then in the middle of the month, we're going inside and we're doing the work to integrate. We're doing the shadow work. We're doing the unblocking and the clearing and, you know, understanding and assimilating all of that into our being. So that slow down, renew, revisit is very much part of the process. Right. And then at the end of the month, we're taking the aligned action. And so, in terms of the planets and the energy sequencing with exactly what we're trying to do, it could not be any more perfect. And I did not know this was going to happen in January, but I'm just tickled um, because it just <laughs> it means is, we're going to be supported.
0: It is absolutely magical alignment. It truly yeah. is. The, the stars sort of thought this class needed to happen too, I think.
1: <laughs> that is crazy. Do you want me to dive into what I pulled for January before we go into the year? Or do you want to share any more? No, I think let's do it. Yeah. I want to, I want to see what you got. So I'm excited for January as well. And it's interesting because leading up, I'm always kind of trying to start to listen to my intuition and get a sense of what to expect for the month ahead. And I really wasn't getting much. And so I was starting to wonder like, huh. And so that actually caused me to worry a little bit. Like maybe I'm not getting something because it's bad. But then when I sat down and I pulled the cards and I cleared my mind and I did the meditation, I actually had three beautiful cards um, come out of uh, my angel tarot deck. And so the queen of pentacles, which refers to comfort, um, and this is about a massive shift. And I am going to actually take the time to read it because I think the words are quite profound in these cards and they may resonate. So I do want to take the time to read each card in sequence, and then I'll explain uh, my own intuitive uh, interpretation So the queen of pentacles is comfort, practical help, kindness, and influence. The queen of pentacles is traditionally an earth mother close to nature and her family, whom she does everything in her power to protect and assist. She signifies practical support, kindness, and material comfort. So this is a card of reassurance. If you've been struggling financially, she can also represent business success and mentoring. A key aspect of the queen is her connection to nature So you may feel called to reconnect with the natural world through walking, nurturing your garden or spending time with animals. And so this really resonated for me um, because I do feel, and I'll get into this a little bit more when we talk about the overarching theme for the year, which you also alluded to is this connection, this reconnection to nature and this sort of grounding real like root chakra comfort Um, which also translates into financial stability as well, is very much a theme for the start of the year and for the year itself ahead, is that we are transitioning to a more secure, grounded place. And part of that is the connection to nature and real comfort. Um, The next card I pulled is the Page of Swords. And the key word for that is actually uh, gossip, duplicity, legal matters, agreements, and This is, uh, I'm going to read the card and I'll let you, I'll explain more about how I understood this um, to be. So it's a person, this page is a serious young individual who may have a hidden agenda. Although on the surface, the page appears harmless, he or she may criticize you. So keep your own counsel and pay extra attention to how to communicate verbally and in writing. If relevant to a situation, the card indicates documents, which may be work-related, fees applications, paperwork related to homes or house moves, and other legal matters. You may be seeking professional advice just now. So the way that I read this card when it came up intuitively was a couple of ways. One is very much consistent with what Emily has said around the middle part of the month, and these I think are a bit in sequence, is that it is time to sort of sink into the energy of renew revisit check part of it is mercury going into retrograde you want to double check your documents and make sure everything makes sense so that is very aligned you want to make sure that you've dotted your i's crossed your t's um and it's also just taking that time to slow down and reflect the sense of gossip or this person could be twofold it could be that it is the challenge that you're seeing in the process of manifestation where you're shifting gears and choosing intentionally to be somewhat different and you face that test of criticism as you start to create new patterns people push back and so this is your opportunity to choose will you rise or will you fold and that's part of the natural process and in the sequencing you're going to feel that it could also be your ego coming up challenging you and so this card is many fold and it's no no like to me it makes perfect sense that it fell in the middle of this card full up uh, pull so You'll see what it means for you. And it may be all of those things. So just pay attention. And again, knowledge is power. So when these things come up, understanding what they are and what they mean helps, you know, how to work through them in the most constructive way. And then happy to report that the final card that came out at the end of the month is the six of wands, which is all about recognition. So recognition, victory, progress, and self-confidence one of the most positive cards in the minor arcana, the six reveals visible success, you will win and deserve the accolade support and confidence that comes when this victory um, arises. Others acknowledge your achievements and you can hold your head high. This gives you the validation that you've been waiting for in readings this card often comes up to predict great marks and exams and tests the positive outcome of a court case success and work and personal projects and charity events. So it's very much signifies sort of that progress of, you know, connecting to nature, setting intentions, doing things somewhat differently in a way that has a much more solid rooted foundation, going through the process of tests and challenge and taking that time to do that inner reflection and work, and then coming out the other side victorious. And so again, these just the way I pull cards is I just allow them to pop out of the deck and I don't necessarily take a specific number of cards, but I intuitively let the deck and work with me. And so this, um, mirrored exactly what we're hoping for in the month and the energy that you talked about too for January. So, um, that's great and validating all at once. (laughs) It really is. Oh, I love when that works. (laughs) Oh, um,
0: I think, Yeah, I I think January is going to be, like you said, a lot of self-reflection. I sort of wonder with what I think will probably be a really big second wave or third or fourth wave, whatever we're up to now of COVID. Everybody's just going to need to take some time indoors. I do think our weather is going to be interesting too. I know canada and the west coast has gotten a lot of rain and snow more so than they have in a long time we are going on i think 225 days without any measurable snow Mm -hmm. where i am on the on the range here in colorado and so we're kind of hoping for a shift that will get some moisture and i wonder if that's going to come now with the new year a little bit um but yeah take the time indoors take the time to reflect and and work on your inner landscape while we've been given this time.
1: Totally. And connect with the world around you, because I think this is an invitation. I feel, and I'll talk a little bit more about this in the, in sort of the themes of the year ahead, but this energy or this theme of connection and what it truly means has been one of the the things that I think COVID has provided us opportunity to examine because a lot of us have lost connection with each other in ways that we relied on in the past and even the things that we do in our lives. And I think this is an opportunity of sort of a birthing of a new day and a new era to say, what does connection mean? Like, how are we connected to our food supply? Like you were saying, how are we connected to nature? How are our actions impacting the weather patterns? All of those things, I think are part of how are we reconnecting? And it's very much getting back to as humans, as like beings and animals that are physical in nature, how do we connect with the earth and the world around us and people? And so I think it's gonna be an opportunity if we choose to be very intentional about what that means, but it's rewriting. It's rewriting yes. the script around what that means. And so that's, that's challenging because it's every time you step into something new, whether it's good or bad, It's uncomfortable because it's unknown. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you get for the year ahead? For the year, if you
0: know, it's um, as much as we, I think a lot of people are hoping for the rubber band effect that we're going to snap back. I think in numerology, this is the sixth year. It's the year of the lovers. Um, And I think the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is the absence of love, which is grief. And I think we're going to have a lot of work as a collective around mourning and realizing what our new reality really is. Mm-hmm. Um, coming to terms with some of that change, whether we want it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it will be a beautiful year, though. I mean, that that's a supportive energy, that love energy. Last year was the Hierophant, if I'm correct. And it was a lot of lessons and challenges and um i think with the lover energy it's it can be beautiful i mean heartache is is beautiful in its own way too Mm -hmm. um i think as well i'd like to point out that the first half of the year is maybe a little bit more comforting i do think there are probably our most challenging month um in terms of stars is november Mm. Um, which will be interesting, of course, with elections and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I do think May also has some kind of caution lights up around it as well. But other than that, we've got some beautiful opportunities and some really dreamy and supportive and artistic energy. We have a lot of things coming up in the stars that are promoting artistic expression. You know, are we going to have new, new music, new outfits. I, there's just a lot of exciting energy in in the arts. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: I love it, and totally very consistent with my pull. And I used a different card deck. I was trying to actually use my animal deck, but it is mysteriously missing. And I think not by coincidence. I was sharing this with Emily before <laughs> we recorded. And so I used Rebecca Campbell's Work Your Light Oracle Cards. And again, three cards popped out instantly. And so the three cards were trust the niggle, yes, and the birthing of a new age. And intuitively right away, what I knew from that was that it is very much at the beginning of this year, that niggle, that niggling feeling, that voice that you've been having around, are you ready to do things differently? That thing that you need to step into, that is your passion, that version of you that is the truest self that has not necessarily perhaps in the past fit the mold of society that now is the time that we're rewriting what that means and it is time to trust the niggle and as if by design because as humans the ego gets in the way and we doubt it the middle card is yes yes (laughs) remember to say yes it's safe to say yes and it's going to be really hard, but the more of us that step into our truest self and recreate the scripting around what it means to be, the more, us will, more of us will influence and create safety to do more of that. And so it's very much an invitation to step into a new way of doing things. And if you doubt it, just remember it's yes. It's yes. It's that affirmation, and it was beautiful that that card. That that's all the card says. Even if you look it up in the book, is yes, 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 <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I love that card. <laughs> I too. I was like, Ooh. And then the last card, birthing of a new age. So, along the theme of love and grief, very much, I see these last two years as kind of the breakdown of society and uh, like the culture and the norms and the paradigms in the systems and the structures that we've known. And so it's kind of been the breaking down and now we are beginning the work, particularly in the latter half of the year of rebuilding and the birthing of a new age. And intuitively some of the imagery that I get in my mind when I start thinking about this is very much similar to um, uh, Atlantis and not to say that it would be a city like Atlantis but as you're speaking about the artistic energy and the new outfits and the ways of expressing i very much see more vitality more vivid colors like just looking at where we want our future to go and it's this energy of boundaryless um and so it's interesting when you describe the artistic energy in the stars when i'm thinking of birthing a new age the imagery that i get is very consistent with sort of what i would describe as Um, Everything I know about Atlantis times in terms of just big and bold and self-expression and, you know, technology and use of crystals and all of those things and starting to understand different, you know, systems for energy or even our internal power and resource that we don't even recognize yet, but will. And so Mm -hmm. with that, of course, as you birth a new age, you grieve the old. And so it's a process and it's part of evolution and it's positive, but that doesn't mean that it isn't hard and that we won't be letting something go that served us and birthed us and kept us safe and grown us to who we are right now. And so it's, this is very much for me, a transition year. Uh, The last couple of years we're dismantling and now we're starting the birthing process. And so I don't think it's going to be over, but I think we're in transition this year. Perfect. I couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah, (laughs) And I I wanted to say, you know, in support of that, too, we also are going to have Saturn in Aquarius. And so we are having lessons around all of these, what does the future look like? And how can we, yeah, communicate with each other and Yeah. It's very exciting.
1: Yeah. I'm starting to see it even like, you know, like we're starting to see normalized, like bright, vivid hair, like purple hair and blue hair and rainbow hair and all of these things that five years ago would have been like, Oh my gosh. You know? So we're starting to see the normalization of some of these things so people can see it. It is happening. Um, But yeah, it's little pieces here and there I'm reflecting are very much happening, but sometimes we don't pause and reflect to understand. So it's helpful to have that insight. Mm
0: -hmm. I love it. I pulled a card. Well, I didn't pull the card. I was getting ready for our chat. And I usually ask spirit to kind of bring me an animal um, for energy report. And so what came to me was swan. Mm. And I'm using um, Colette Baron-Reed's spirit animal oracle deck. I love it. And swan spirit literally is time for a deep dive. So yeah, choosing just to ask deeper questions of yourself and really kind of get to the nitty nitty gritty of what you want, what you expect out of life, what you hope for, and not have any of that fear. Like you said, the saying yes, that no matter what you find when you do dig in, it's still you, it still comes from love. That's our core essence Mm -hmm. at the bottom of it all. Mm -hmm. It's that need to be love, to love, -hmm. One another and to feel it. So I'm very optimistic for the year as well. I do think there will be some grief, but hopefully, what is coming in place of it will be equally as exciting.
1: Yeah. And as you're speaking, what I'm realizing and getting a little bit more of is that I think we're going to play a little bit as a collective around the role of ego. I think throughout history, we have needed ego to, um, To keep us safe and just through evolution ego for me is kind of the separation from oneness it's what allows you to be unique and then you have judgments and allows you to experience contrast so that you can learn and evolve and i think not immediately but over time what we're going to see is that it doesn't serve us in our evolution past a certain point and that that connection to true oneness and love where we start seeing past you know, individual identity or color, race, religion, all of those things is that at the core of all of that, the true message is love. And so I think that that is going to be some of like a bigger theme that is going to take longer, but that we're starting that process in this year as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's going to be a massive shift because just like babies learn to walk from falling down, it's we have learned as humans through contrast and we're going to shift the need for contrast to learn. And it's going to create, in the long run, I believe, more peace overall. Um, so it is, it's big stuff. It's really, really big and exciting, and also scary stuff because it's just so different, yes. right? Yeah, right. Oh, amazing! <laughs> and Yay. I am just so excited as well about the the challenge that Emily and I are co-hosting starting uh, this weekend. It's I guess January first this weekend, is Saturday. Oh my gosh. So it's a month long (laughs) challenge. We're calling it manifest with the stars and we'll continue to accept registrations into the first week. And we are going to teach you how to manifest from start to finish. But what is super, super cool is we're going to work with the energy of the stars. So we'll do the teaching. I'll do the teaching on manifestation. And then Emily is going to come in and talk about the energies and how to work with them as we go through the month. Because it's so beautiful when you
0: can realize that you are being supported throughout the week with a certain intention, with a certain energy and flow, and to allow that to work beside you, through you, with you, instead of sort of beating your head against the wall, like, what am I doing wrong? Um, It really can all become effortless. And I am so excited about this course. We've got so many fun things planned. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I hope all sorts of people join us because the more the merrier. We're just going to have a really, really fun time.
1: It's going to be amazing. And I feel like if you choose to invest the energy, it will feel effortless because it's going to feel so good. But I don't think you could avoid personal transformation. Like I really don't if you go through that work. And so it's an incredible opportunity to be very intentional about who you want to be going forward, which is with the energy of the stars and the year to come, such a wonderful way to be intentional and to be accountable for showing up how you want to be. So, Huge opportunity. The energy
0: is going to be there for the month of January, whether you like it or not. So you might as well harness it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and learn together through the group with us and, and use it because yeah, it's going to happen kind of in the background, whether you're excited about it or not.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And we will be doing some Q and A's. So if you have questions, you can reach out either to Emily or I directly. Emily, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you?
0: You can certainly catch me on Instagram. My handle is Emily and her stars, or feel free to
1: email me too. It's Emily and her stars at gmail.com. And yeah. Amazing. And yes, same for me flourishing lately at gmail.com or Tiffany underscore Boyd underscore on Instagram. That's a, that's a bit of a clunky handle. I might need to work on that. Um, as always, we just want to thank you so much for taking one of your most valuable resources, your time and being here with Emily and I, and we look forward to seeing you on the inside this of the challenge. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. Bye everyone. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. Yeah